What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I'm here with my brother, Josh Primo. How are you, sir? What's happening, bitches? <laughs> and this is War Movies in Review. Throughout the entire month of July, we are reviewing nothing but war movies. And at the very end of the month, we will be dropping a special bonus episode uh, where we rank and give you our top 10 favorite war movies. So Josh and I are on this quest. We are somewhere between 20 to 25 war movies over the course of this month that we're, we're in the process of watching. I have nine so far. So we have to the end of the month to watch all these movies and get them ranked for y'all. And how are you doing with that so far, sir? Uh, one, two, three. Uh, nine. Oh, right there. We're, we're right there with you there, sir. And let, let's not forget today is Skitty Thursday, bitches. Ooh, Skitty Thursday. <laughs> yes, it is. I had some scrimp and catfish. Oh, that sounds delicious. Oh, it was fucking delicious, sir. Damn. They don't know about no damn catfish up in the mountains. They're like, uh, pardon? <laughs> the fuck is catfish? Yeah, they don't even know what the fuck shrimp is either. <laughs> uh, mud bugs? Yeah, they're like, uh, we have trout. So I'm like, well, deep fry that motherfucker then. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't fucking care what it is. Put it in fucking some oil. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about in some lemon caper butter sauce. I'm like, I need some uh, Zatarain's fish fry and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, today... We are here to review what I consider, uh, really, I think we did a pretty good job of picking the, the four movies for this month. We're doing The Patriot, Saving Private Ryan, Lone Survivor, and Braveheart. I think that's just a, a solid lineup for, for our review schedule. And this, is, this movie that we're reviewing today is Saving Private Ryan, which is considered one of the best war movies of all time. And I haven't seen it in probably 15, 20 years. Uh, somewhere around there. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I don't know if I would say the greatest movie of all time. That's said, yet to be seen. I said one of the greatest war movies. One of. I missed that. My apologies. <laughs> I said one of. <laughs> <laughs> this guy trying to lie at me. Didn't even pay attention. Uh, damn. Uh, school is uh, yeah. Let, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, today we are doing Saving Private Ryan. Uh, how long has it been since you've seen this, sir? When did it come out? 98. Probably 98. Because I did it was pretty dude, it was pretty much like watching a movie I've never watched. I didn't remember any of it. I remembered I knew that obviously the beginning started off with the the beach scene, and I knew the ending, how that ended. Uh and I knew at one point they go through a helicopter that's on the ground, and that's really all I remember from it. Yeah, I didn't remember anything, man. I it totally was like watching the movie for the first time. It's been so many years. Well, good deal. So it's basically like a like a fresh take on it, I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh, before we jump into our review, if you want to consider supporting us, go to Patreon.com/slash/twogame. That is the number two. We have a five dollar. $10 and a $20 tier. 
support us at any of those tiers and you get a slew of extra content each and every month. You get two bonus podcasts on top of that that's not released to the public. It's a music podcast and an anime podcast as well. So basically, if you sign up, you get to become a creator slash producer of our show. You get to vote for the content that you want each and every week. So that's patreon.com slash two game. And shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsay Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Uh, without y'all, we'd not be able to do this. So thank you. And again, before we jump into this re- review, I'm fighting a head cold. So if I sound like I'm a mouth breather, it's because I, I am literally mouth breathing right now. I'm going to leave that alone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough, sir. <laughs> fair enough. So, saving Private Ryan. Following the Normandy landings, a group of U.S. soldiers go behind enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper whose brothers have been killed in action. This movie was directed by, uh, I mean, I guess you consider him one of the greatest uh, directors of all time, Steven Spielberg. He, I haven't, I didn't write down all the fucking movies that he he's directed because it's a lot. We'd be uh, here an hour. Exactly. So here are the the main ones: uh, Lincoln. War of the Worlds, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, all the Indiana Jones movies, uh, E.T. and Jaws. Uh, I mean, you can pretty much go through every single movie of his and say, wow, that's probably I not like the greatest movie of all time, but it's considered like one of the greatest movies ever made. A handful of the movies that he's made is like that. It had a budget of $70 million, and it's grossed worldwide $482.4 million. So a big chunk of change for a $7 million budget. Dad, did you see the opening scene was almost half his budget to create that? Uh, see, I did not get that number. I got when there. Did you? How much did you get? It was an astronomical amount compared to what the movie cost. Uh, $11 million. Yeah, how much was the budget on it? 70. Yeah, my percentage was low. <laughs> <laughs> how much did you get? I, I, I didn't write it down. I just remembered looking at it, and I'm thinking I uh, seen the 70 and took it cost that much. But, I mean, still $11 million for Once. how long is that scene? Uh, that's actually a pretty long sequence, actually. that's uh, I think it's right around 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. No shit. Wow. That's a long now, I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's right around 30 minutes long. It's it's a fucking chunk of, chunk of the movie. Yeah. So this movie stars a bunch of different actors, but I'm only going to name four that were the top build, which is Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Tom Sizemore, and Edward Burns. And like I said, there's there's a bunch of different... Vin Diesel is in it. Uh, Walter White. Yeah, I, I did. I had no fucking idea that he was in this movie. Yeah, and Michael Kang, Kingston, Crankston. I don't know how you say his last name. Cranston. I was so fucking close. <laughs> 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 this guy here didn't even notice some bitch was in the movie, and now he's correcting me on his name pronunciation. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I knew he was in the movie. Like while watching it, I was like, "Oh fuck, he's in it." You're such a mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bitter. That's like you know me and you talked about earlier uh, this afternoon that a lot of these war movies have a star-studded cast. I mean, it's not all A-listers, but you know, it's people you've heard of, and mm-hmm. I'm guessing. A lot of these older movies we're watching, it would probably be their start in the cinema, I guess. Uh, this is one of Vin Diesel's like breakout roles. Like he wasn't a known actor at this time. Mm. I mean, I don't and know. If, I don't, if I don't think that Walter Walter White was either. No, I mean this is when did uh what the what the fuck was the name of that show on Fox? Was it Fox that he was in? It had the Malcolm in the Middle. That was the name of it. He was the yeah. Dad. So I think this is was this before Malcolm in the Middle or was it during Malcolm in the Middle? I, I don't know. Should be about that same time. Uh, Sarge, who the hell was that guy? I didn't look him up, but I've seen him in a ton of movies. Which one? <laughs> they always just referred to him as Sarge. You talking about the the main the sergeant that would, would talk to uh, Tom Hanks all the time? Yeah. That is Tom Sizemore. He's in, fuck, he was in another movie I just watched recently. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of movies. I, I didn't know who he was, but I was like, damn, I, I've seen that guy a bunch. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I, I legit just watched a movie recently with him in it. Speaking of Tom Sizemore, this is a fun fact before we get into the fun facts. He was actually in like drug rehab for this movie. He was... I don't know what what drugs he was on, but apparently he was he was big into the drugs. And Steven Spielberg made him test like drug test him every single day. And if he failed once, he was kicked off, and they were going to recast him and reshoot all of his scenes. And they didn't care if it was at the end of the movie. Damn! But apparently he 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 went clean the entire movie, obviously because he's in it. So obviously. Uh, but this movie, and this is kind of the, we kind of talked about this briefly on our, uh, a couple days ago when we were talking about this movie, a beefy shout out two hours (laughs) minutes. God, this movie was long, sir. It it was long and I I felt it in this one. So I do (laughs) shout out. (laughs) Well, we went too deep. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, before we jump into, like, general impressions of the movie, obviously, I gotta go through the fun facts. But, yeah, the biggest difference between The Patriot and this movie is, I mean, they're almost the exact same time limit or runtime. But I felt a lot of the runtime in this compared to The Patriot, which kind of just breezed by. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with this one. I had so many peaks and valleys to where I felt like the Patriot was more of a climb and then you kind of going down toward the end instead of, you know, it looked like the ocean out there. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like the Patriot kind of went like a, it was like a steady incline throughout the entire movie. Like it just built that tension kind of consistently and it kind of led to that final moment. Whereas this one, it started off with something really huge, shout out, and then it kind of went went down like a valley, like you said. And it did that several times throughout the movie. That's exactly what I said, but you just worded it differently. Yeah, I, I, 
I, <laughs> I worked it, uh, a little bit more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not professionally. <laughs> This dude wants to call me a dumbass, but he's trying to put it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> In ways, moving on. <laughs> Before I have one of my employees uh, quit on me. <laughs> this movie was released on July 24th, 1998. Uh, seven years old at the time, sir. Damn it, boy. I was, uh, what's that? 11? Yeah. No, wait, no, shit. You're not four years older than me. You're eight years older than me. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, jumping into the fun facts. I got a uh, quite a bit of fun facts here, sir. So all the principal actors, except Matt Damon, underwent several days of grueling army training uh, Damon was spared so that the other actors would resent him and would convey that feeling in their performances. Because wow, you know, that is an interesting way to do that. Yeah, right? Yeah, we, we're, we're going to make sure they fucking hate you. <laughs> wow, that's epic, man. Talk about cutthroat. Right? Damn. Damn. Uh, and then, like we mentioned earlier, the Omaha Beach scene cost $11 million to shoot. And involved a thousand extras, uh, some of which were the Irish Army Reserve. And then another little little tidbit about the Omaha Beach scene: it was filmed in sequence over a four-week period, moving the action up the beach shot by shot. Uh, Spielberg claims none of it was storyboard storyboarded uh, in advance, so I guess I, they just didn't they didn't plan any of this before, and they just kind of uh, let's fucking see how it goes. Could you imagine, though, how much effort and coordination it took for him to direct such a massive scene with that many people doing something different at every portion of the scene? Not only was he directing, he was actually filming. Like, because you know, normally the director's just, he's not the one that's actually filming the shots. That's the cinematographer. Uh, but he's actually filming those scenes. So he's directing, filming, all kinds of shit. And dang. <laughs> well, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said, I don't know what the fuck to say. Yeah, I can't talk shit about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Matt Damon ad libbed that story he told about the uh, spying on his brother in the barn with the ugly girl. He ad libbed that entire, that entire story. Uh, apparently, they, they liked the aspect of it being so random and so off the wall that they just kept it. I have a note about that when we get there later. Okay. I mean, you can you can name it right now since we're already on the fun fact. Nah, I, I don't. I don't well, it's not a fun fact. It's an uh, impression. Okay. A thought. Uh, in 2006, Tom Hanks was inducted into the U.S. Army's Ranger Hall of Fame as an honorary member, largely thanks to his portrayal of Captain John Miller. And this is the last film edited on a non-digital editing system to win an Academy Award for editing. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounded interesting. So there you go. 
Uh, here's here's uh, here's a nice little little fun fact for y'all. Billy Bob Thornton turned down the role of Sergeant Horvath. Uh, Tom Sizemore, the sergeant in the group. Billy Bob Thornton. Horvath. Horvath, Vath, as in Victor. Oh, Vath! It sounded like you called him a Horvath. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken plenty of Horvaths in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know when you got that uh, you got that swamp ass, and you're just you're just dousing yourself in uh, hand sanitizer stuff. A little Horvath. Just trying to definitely don't want to get that hand sanitizer in the pee hole. Burns. Well, I don't know where that's my herper. It's the burning of the sensation of the uh, shit. Uh, but anyways, I'm he turned it down because he did not want to film the Normandy beach scenes due to a phobia of water. That dude's so weird. <laughs> he is fucking weird. <laughs> I'm scared of water, but I'm all around with a vial of blood on my neck. <laughs> that guy is so weird, man. <laughs> this is this was the highest grossing film of 1998 in the U.S. It was also the last R-rated film to lead the yearly box office until American Sniper uh, took that over in 2014. So another war movie kind of overtook that. It was kind of interesting. Huh. And that's it for the uh, for the fun facts I have, sir. So let's jump into our general impressions of Saving Private Ryan. What did you think, sir? I thought it was a very good movie. Uh, the acting was incredible, man. Tom Hanks was magnificent in this movie. Tom Hanks, uh, dude, that dude's like a generational talent. Yeah, that dude, man, he can. How many people can be a sergeant? be Forrest Gump, be lost on the ocean. I mean, that dude just can... And then a gangster. I mean, he's he's just a heavy hitter. Did you forget about his fucking other biggest role? Fucking Toy Story? I mean, it was just a voice. I don't know if that's called acting. Uh, he was fucking Woody. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Woody for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had to watch Toy Story today, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not by choice. Well, who was Tim Allen? I thought Tim Allen was. Woody. No, that's Buzz Lightyear. See, I was so close. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear, sir. So yeah, Tom Hanks, man. I mean, name me one movie that he's bad in. Well, wait. I mean, he was in Castaway. Like you said, uh, he was a gangster. Road to Perdition. He was Sleepless uh, in Seattle. Named it. Boom, I bitch. <laughs> I didn't watch that, so I can't name it. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was good in that... Uh, what was that? Uh, shit. The Boat Captain movie. Was that Mr. Phillips? Is that the name of oh, it? Yeah, that, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that one. That was a good one. I forgot about that. That was a solid good movie. Uh, just a bunch of good movies by him. This guy... He such a good actor man i you know you can't really ever find a fault in his movies uh i like the movie i thought you know it kind of built some character development so you would gravitate to the uh characters that you were watching and actually cared about them and you know if they die in battle you'd be like ah damn i kind of like that guy like that if you go ahead it had a few spots in there, though. I question 
you know, is that a necessary scene or should the scene have been instead of five minutes, maybe two minutes to cut down? Because like you said earlier, man, I felt all two hours of this or three hours of this movie. It was so long. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> I, uh, I'm probably a little bit higher on this movie than you are. Uh, just from the way your, your your tone is talking about it. Uh, but I absolutely agree with some of the points that you, you, you just made the two hours and 49 minutes. You feel every single minute of that. I think if this movie was cut down by 15 minutes, I think this movie is significantly better. Cause I don't, I, I think there's lots of areas that they can cut that doesn't necessarily add to the movie in any way. Like, I feel like this two hours and 49 minutes is like the director's cut. Yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, that's fine if I want to watch a three-hour-long movie. But if I want to get just the gist without the uh, the extra shit, I mean, cut this shit by like 10, 15 minutes. And I think it's a more manageable load. Shout out. And I, I don't know. I, I, I really do love this movie. And in fact, I love it so much that I almost considered it putting it above the Patriot in my rankings. Uh, and then, you know, I kind of had my moment and it's not above the Patriot. <laughs> so here, here's the thing with, with doing these rankings and the series. So obviously we started off with our favorite war movie, which is the Patriot. Now we're comparing every single movie to the Patriot. The Patriot did a lot of amazing things. The pacing and the story were probably the two biggest things that the Patriot did better than this movie. See, I was going to make that point because <clears throat> I'd watched this and then I followed it up with, I won't list it because, you know, it, it'll give away my top 10 list, but two or three other movies that were just so much better, but this movie's not terrible at all. It's a good movie. But compared to some of the other ones, and I think this has a lot to do with, you know, like we talked about, I'm more into the Vietnam and Civil War type movies as to where you're more World War II. I fucking love World War II movies. Fucking love it. So, yes, I, I, I will agree with you. Um, I, I'm trying to put my, my thoughts together here uh i i think this movie is is really great uh, going back to the story the patriot has such a good story this one is such a simple story and i don't know this whole his three brothers died so they're gonna go risk all their lives for this one dude who they don't even know if it's alive or not i don't know that's kind of a i don't know it just seems kind of dumb to me was this based on a true story? I never looked. Uh, I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't see it anywhere. I mean, if it w if it would be, I'd have to question that call. I mean, why so many men were, you know, killed because uh, they were trying to find one guy? Exactly. Just because he lost three brothers. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh... Anyways, that, one that... thing. I... Go ahead. I I got a question for you. Uh, but finish your little uh, your thoughts. So yeah, uh, I think the story wise, compared to Patriot, it's it's not as good. 
the one area that I feel like this movie have might have over any movie that we watch, it's the action. This movie, for everything, that the, the biggest things that it does right is, I feel like I was in a war when this shit was going down. At first, I didn't really care for the whole shaky cam bullshit, but like the more we watched it, the more I actually really loved it. And it adds a different tension to the movie that you don't necessarily get in all these other war movies. Because again, I feel like I'm in the heat of battle as it's going on. And it's so quick paced that it adds, again, it adds tension to a scene, to the whole movie that these other movies didn't necessarily have. So the action was just incredible, especially that first, uh, you know, 20, 30 minute long sequence of the Normandy beach that thing was chaotic. I mean, there was sh- so much shit was happening in that. As it was hard to follow because there was so much going down. And then so the- that was probably that was probably the most so far intense. Was that first thirty minutes? Thirty minute war movie I've ever seen. It was hitching the balls, and they grabbed it and they ran with it. Yep. I mean, you know, they're just traveling through there. They opened the first uh, gate on that. Uh, boat they were on and man cherry pie is getting splattered everywhere it is and guys are puking over the side man it is crazy it's just so so much to take in in that first bit like it's like a hook line and sinker on it it almost kind of exhausts you after that point and i don't know if they did it on purpose to kind of slowly bring in the story after that uh but yeah i mean after that scene i was like jesus christ man I have two more fucking hours of this. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's crazy. I don't know if, if this made you think, but you know, I was watching that first scenes and you know, the first, what four rows of guys were pretty much just mutilated. Mm-hmm. And, and it just made me think back to the actual soldiers that were there, man. They had no chance. It was a numbers game really on that. And it just, it, it was a really good scene if it made me go back and think of how it actually was on that day for them guys. Apparently, it was pretty re- realistic according to uh, some of the stuff that I've seen online, like of how it was yeah. actually going down. Yeah, I mean, how many movies make you sit there and be like, ah, damn, those guys went through hell, man. What what the heck? It just made you think a whole lot. and I mean, it was expertly done. And some of the – just the acting and – like the the practical effects, like people getting their legs chopped off and shit like that. Dude, that shit looked fucking real. Like, th- again, this is this movie came out what twenty two years ago, so twenty three years ago. The, the the special effects in this movie, the the practical effects, look almost a hundred times better than any movie that we can see nowadays. Yeah, you know, comparatively. I will compare that. The The scenes here are insane. And Midway was made about the same time. Mm-hmm. And you can see the difference in quality and how horribly done some of the uh, CGI and special effects was done on Midway. Which um, was about the same, you same time. What's that? Which Midway did you watch? I had to look it up. It was, uh, I think it was on Amazon. I watched it. There was one that just came out a couple of years ago. 
and that's on. Oh, uh, what? What's that one on? Uh, let's see. You must have watched the one from '76, huh? Uh, I'm thinking so because it was it was uh, I'm like, man, they just colored on that and flipped the pages really quick to make that scene. Yeah, there's one that came out in 2019 that was directed by uh, the guy that directed uh, The Patriot. Oh, well, I'm going to go back and watch that one then. That one's on HBO Max. I do know that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely go back and check it out then. <laughs> I'm watching the same movie twice. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, well, let me tell you, man, special effects back in the 70s was not that great. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, ultimately, I really, really love this movie. I, I think it's it still holds up today, which is one of the biggest things I love about it. The action, you're right there in the face of it. Uh, but the issue that I, I have with it is the pacing. The pacing is, is a huge issue for me because in the middle of this movie, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I still have an hour left. I feel like I should be like near the end. So... I think if they cut like 10, 15 minutes of it, I think that it's a significantly better movie. I think the the war scenes, fantastic. It's some of the best action that we've seen uh, in the nine movies that I've watched so far out of war movies. Uh, in fact, it could probably be some of the best uh, just action sequences ever. I mean, you tell me, uh, have you seen a recent action movie that has action sequences better than this? Uh, not very many, sir. No, they, uh... None of these Marvel movies, DC movies, none of these movies have, uh, action sequences that are better than the beginning and the end of this movie. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of peaks and valleys, but their peaks are intense and very well done. Uh, I want to know if you'd noticed, though, they call Tom Hanks Captain all the way through the damn movie, but he wears a lieutenant badge on his hat. Mm-hmm. No, I think he got uh I think he got promoted. Is that is that how it was I missed it then? Because I was like, why are they calling him captain if he has a lieutenant rank? Uh I mean I don't know much about Well you got the first lieutenant, that's the one bar, and the second lieutenant's two bars. And a uh, a captain, I think, is the uh, that little uh, I don't know what you call it, but it's it's like a circle, but a bunch of damn triangles coming off of it. It's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, at the very beginning of the movie, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, he got promoted after that battle, and he was given his own his own little squad to go do this mission. That's right, when he was getting that damn IT guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm like 80, 90% sure that's when it happened. Yeah, Don't, that makes I, sense. I don't, know, I don't know much about the the rankings and, and all that shit. I really don't. You know, Dad never never went over that shit with me when I was a kid. So I just never uh, paid attention. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, what was there some other thoughts on it that you have there, sir? Hey, I want to know if you think in the scene where Vin Diesel is shot and killed, did that father set him up? I I don't think so. I mean, I thought he did. You think he did? 
I think he did. That's why the kid was slapping him. Like, why would you do that? Put me in harm's way. I just didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was not a setup. You feel like it was genuine. I don't yeah, know. I, I think they I, did. I really, I really didn't even think about that being a setup until you just brought it up, and now you're kind of mentioning. It. I'm like, well, fuck that. I yeah, I could see why you would think that. Because he got picked off by a sniper. But he didn't get picked off from a sniper until he moved out into the street. Yeah, but he the the whole thing would have been if he'd have left the kid, then they, he would have never been over there to get hit. Because what? he climbed up the, the building and yep. then he comes down and he steps out. Well, they were all huddled toward that the building that wasn't crushed because they're side by side, so they're off to the left. And the father broke their attention from what was going around, trying to hand them that baby. And then, bam. Fuck, man. I, I didn't think about that. That's a good little catch, though. So maybe, maybe. Maybe. Y'all let us know uh, out there, if you're listening. Let us know if you what you think. If you've seen this movie recently, it's right when Vin Diesel's character gets shot. He, he's holding on to a kid. And old Tom Hanks is telling him, to fucking leave the kid. And for whatever goddamn reason, he will not follow orders. The whole time I'm like, dude, your CEO is telling you to stop it and you're not doing it. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I don't know. You were talking about uh, Matt Damon doing that. Uh, this is kind of jumping ahead and then we're going to jump back. But when he tells that story about his brothers to Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. Now that you tell me it was made up, it makes me think that Tom Hanks was like, what the fuck is this guy even talking about? I don't remember this. Because the look like on his face and was like, what the fuck? Are we in the same movie here? What, what are you doing? <laughs> it was epic, man. Dude, I didn't even think about that until you just brought that up. <laughs> he, he does. And he- I... I had it in here to ask you about it because I have it wrote down as the most awkward point in the movie. But now that you tell me that nobody knew he did it, I was like, well, that makes sense why his face looked like that now. Because, you know, Matt Damon is laughing his ass off about the story and it cuts to Tom Hanks and that dude's just like, like you said, just looking at their straight face. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks back at his story. Hey, we're still filming Sam Private Ryan, right? <laughs> yeah i didn't even fucking catch that that's fucking epic sir (laughs) yes but that was that's uh it was a gym when you uh, read that fun fact and tied tied that together i was like that is epic what'd you think about that uh the it guy dude you know even if he got his even if he got his redemption at the very very end because he ended up shooting that guy that shot uh uh, what the fuck was his name? Was it Nieben? I can't think of his name, but yeah, but and that was the one guy that was nice to him. Yeah. So I mean, he eventually shoots him, but like, dude. And I I don't know if they if they needed like that that moral compass throughout the course of the movie because that's what he is in just about every every scene. He's like, well, we we can't do that. He's he's a prisoner, and and it gets to that point where. I mean, your friend just got shot, and you're letting that guy walk by. Just let him walk by. Yeah, he sat there and listened to him getting killed up there. Yep. It, it would have been a great 
twist if that German would have shot the IT guy and been like, bitch, you shouldn't have let me go. I, I feel like that would have been probably a better a better arc for that character because, like you said, he's he's trying to be the good guy the entire time, and this is war. I mean, we don't have time to be be a good guy, you know? It's it's kill or be killed. It's World War fucking two. <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as I know, they didn't give a shit about whether you uh, were a prisoner or not back then. They just fucking shot you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm... Th- I don't, I don't know, man. He just, uh, I get what you're saying now that he was the moral compass and kind of had to keep the other guy straight because he'd never been in battle. So I guess he's. Now I will say this in the scene where, uh, they're going up that hill and it's, it's the last action sequence before they find, uh, Matt Damon's character. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Where he, uh, where they find the the soldier and they let him go, the German soldier. Yeah. I thought that that Tom Hanks's character was going to order them to shoot him as he was walking away. I totally got that too. I was like, "Do it, bitches, do it!" <laughs> and, and they let him go. I was totally shocked by that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was the vibe that I was getting from him, like some some cues I was pick, picking up on. It just seemed like. That's what he was alluding to. Hey, we're gonna give this guy some some. He's, we're gonna give him this idea that he's gonna be free, but we're gonna cap his ass when he gets down the hill. Yeah, and it just makes me wonder. I mean, in that same situation back then, would they have really let that guy go? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't have. But I'd I mean, have I, that some bitch down. But to his point, he's like, we can't take him with us as a prisoner. Okay. You do have guns. Just saying. <laughs> It'd be different if you walked up on him and he's like, oh, no, never mind. But, I mean, he sat there and killed, what was that, two two or three guys right there in that one scene. Was it two guys? I think it was just one. Was it just one? I'm pretty sure it was just one. It was the medic. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very intense dying scene right there i, I felt it fucking need... great dying sequences you i i, I felt I, it look we're both uh paramedics and to to watch every time someone dies in a movie i go that's fake as shit <laughs> every time someone died in this movie i was like bro that was pretty fucking real yeah it was uh and you know what's funny though is that actor is the same actor we watched a movie with uh, Matt uh, uh, Jason Bourne. Who's that guy? Matt Damon. Is that Matt Damon? Yeah. No, no, Marky Mark. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It he was, was uh, contraband. Yeah, and I that actor is one that I'm like, I either love him or hate him when he's doing his shows, and this one, man, he knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Did you know he was uh, uh, Phoebe's brother in uh, The Friends? Yeah, and he was awesome in that movie. What movie? Well, the TV show, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here, man, he, he, he's not going to miss a tent today. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. <laughs> I swear I wasn't trying. I swear I wasn't trying on purpose. <laughs> 
And uh, he has a, uh, if you like this actor, he does a, uh, he has a series on Amazon, Sneaky Pete. He's pretty damn good in that one. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that one, too. Man, just some of the acting in this movie was just phenomenal. Phenomenal. I almost think that's what carried it through the the lulls that it did have. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I can just name off the top of my head that I just absolutely loved about this movie. The, I mean, I kind of narrowed it down to the, the action sequences and, and the, uh, the acting. I mean, those, those are the two best things in this movie. In my and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the Sarge was my favorite character on this show. Yeah. Movie. Uh, that dude gets clipped in the neck and he's, Still fighting, man, till the very end. I mean, he has ball, his balls are so big, they popped out of the phone and hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking <laughs> <Like a> concussion. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he definitely my favorite, man. He was my favorite character of this whole movie. It's just that dude was a badass. He, he was probably my favorite, but I think. Yeah, Tom Hanks was probably the best actor out of all of them. I don't know. There was something about... Uh, shit, I can't fucking think of his name. It was the main guy. It was the guy that was going to leave the group uh, when they decided that this wasn't worth it anymore to keep losing men for just one guy. Uh, private... Oh, this was Reben that I'm talking about. You know, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, because I when it was like it, I was like, what is this dude's problem? But then as the movie progressed, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty stupid that all these guys are having to give their life to find one guy that's not, you know, any different than they are. I I do love that aspect of this movie, how it starts off like that. They're like, they're questioning it. Why are we risking all of our lives for this one dude? And then to kind of keep going with the movie as they, you know, as their numbers, their numbers dwindle down, they're like, Hey, why are we doing this? And he's, you know, he's, he says, fuck it. I'm, I'm leaving. And, you know, Tom Hanks gives that, that little speech about him being a school teacher and shit. And somehow that was what kept them there for whatever reason. And, and then, then to find Matt Damon's character and then him be like, no, I don't want to go back. I don't deserve to go back. Why do I deserve to go back over all these people? I'm like, I mean, he has a fucking good point. <laughs> Why do you yeah. deserve? Why do you deserve? So, I mean, I think while necessarily I don't like the overall story of, I mean, it's he loses three brothers, so they're going to go find this one guy. I think that's kind of stupid, but I think the way that they handle the story is they handle it very well, actually. And... They do build arcs on all these characters. Every character kind of gets their own little moment. And it does bring depth into the into that simple story. Uh, it has a lot of depth in it, I think. Yeah, and, and to bounce off depth, uh, I absolutely love how the movie starts off with them going to the cemetery and ends, and you finally figure out what he's doing there mm-hmm. and how he's questioning did he live his life to the expectations of all the men that sacrificed their lives so he could live? 
and I don't know, man, it just, it, it tied in so well. And it, it was a pretty uh, powerful moment at the end because he still, I don't know, looks like he's in his seventies doubts that his life was worth as many men died trying to find them. Mm-hmm. It was a good bookend. It was, it, it completed that arc of his character and the movie. And I don't know, dude, I don't know if that, that actor is related to Matt Damon at all, but when they, when, when it shows him changing to the old man, I'm like, bruh, I don't know if it's the, the, the effects or if they're related or what the fuck, but (laughs) this looks like Matt Damon would look, you know, at that age. Yeah. And you know, uh, a funny part of the movie, cause you know, I find humor in the oddest places in movies, but when Tom Hanks tells that first Ryan, they found that his brothers are dead. And he's like, Oh, they're school kids. And I, that shit just made me laugh. Oh, that made me laugh, man. I was like, that that would be my look, man. I would be Tom Hanks telling somebody to their family did and they'd be like freaking out and then it wouldn't wait a minute, I'm not from Iowa, I'm from Minnesota. And the best part is that so- the soldier was so fucked up after it that he had to go home. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I, I got to go check on him. <laughs> oh, that was he brilliant, man. That, He fucked him up. It hard. did. It did. That would be my luck, though. <laughs> uh, what other what other uh, points you got, sir? Uh, that's it, man. I just tell people to definitely watch this movie. It's good. It, it'll be long. And you probably should watch it not around your kids because you need to pay attention. And it's a rated R, hard R, by the way. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of, uh, I mean, they throw out some F-bombs and shit like that, language-wise, but it's more of the violence, more so than anything. Definitely. Uh, I mean, even if you're not a fan of war movies i think the acting in this movie alone is worth watching it for absolutely agree the acting is phenomenal so overall i give this five stars sir uh like i said i it was i was debating on whether this was a better war movie than the patriot and the thing that i don't want to give up my rankings at the end i could completely change my rankings by the end because uh patreon supporters get two bonus episodes uh every genre series so i just reviewed full metal jacket and i gave that four stars and then i watched let's see i watched we were soldiers immediately after it i dropped full metal jacket down to three and a half and i was like i mean i liked we were soldiers more than full metal jacket and but we were soldiers wasn't four stars to me so i had to drop it down uh but my, my 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 rankings are fluid, sir. I'm I'm gonna move them up and down uh, as we go along. But right now, I give it five stars. I think this is a phenomenal movie, uh, just for the action and the the big two action sequences at the very beginning and the very end, and then the acting is absolutely worth your time or investing in this movie. Which uh, ten dollars for a high def movie, so Blu-ray, uh, thirteen dollars for the 4K version on Voodoo. Uh, I think the standard def is like seven bucks, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which is where I bought it. So I think this movie is definitely worth, definitely worth $10. 
And that's coming from somebody that says, you know, 20 plus year old movies should not be worth more than 10 bucks. Uh, I think it's worth $10. I might even pay $13 for this. This is a, a really, really great movie. I'm going to give it a four and a half as a standalone war movie. But I'm here to tell you, when you get my top 10, it's not going to be a four and a half because I personally think up against some other movies that it, it's a little lower. See, it's, it's very interesting that you that you say that. Because, I don't know, man, that, that's, that's really smart of you to, to kind of to gauge it like that as a standalone movie. Yeah, it's four and a half stars, but is it one of my favorite movies? No. So I, th- yeah. I, think, I think that's a smart way to handle it, sir. Yeah. Well, you know, I am smart. <laughs> oh, <what's that>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this br- thing broke up on me. What would you say? <laughs> I, I, I am very interested to see, especially now that we've talked about a couple of the movies we've watched, how different i think our top tens are going to be totally different than one another's yeah it's, it's going to be super interesting because i like a lot of the movies you're like eh i'm like what the fuck are you talking about that was good and you're like oh this was the best movie ever i'm like that's a stretch <laughs> <laughs> I think the, uh, the biggest one that we've we've discussed is hacksaw ridge which you said i mean yes we- we both agree that the beginning is a little, little longer than it has to be, and they kind of beat the dead horse uh, multiple times in that course of that movie. But once that first hour is up, that back half of the movie is is fantastic. And it's not that I don't it's not that I don't like the very beginning. I think it's good. It's just a little little too long. Shout out. But your your opinion is is different. It, you you don't give it any credit for the fucking very beginning. You're like the fucking back half is good, but that fucking first half sucks. Man, I should not have to watch an hour worth of bullshit to get thirty minutes of pleasure. Hello, shout out. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Hello, soldiers. I mean, that's exactly what we were soldiers was. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm about to disagree. I'm a, we'll have was- to save this discussion because I'm totally going to disagree with that. <laughs> It was it was an hour of bullshit at the very beginning. Uh no, sir. And then it was basically, you know, the last half of the movie was uh Mel Gibson and the the Vietnamese dude saying the same shit one after another. Oh, I think they're gonna go here. Let's go over there. <laughs> you must be on some damn good cold medicine. This guy here is all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm criticizing it. I still like the movie, so <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Why well, you just took a big old Cincinnati steamer right on the box top of it? <laughs> I'm definitely going to be up for a debate on that when we do our top ten. Oh, that's gonna be it's gonna be such a great episode. That that is gonna be a good debate there, and I'm gonna come out firing. Oh, I'm so ready, sir. So ready. <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> so there you all have it, guys. I give it five stars. Josh gives it four and a half stars. Uh, you let us know what you think of this movie. Is it one of your favorites? Is it the best war movie of all time? Let us know. Email us at uh, shit. I don't forget the email address. Uh, Two game podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, I'm a terrible host. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's <is> so struggling. <laughs>
twogamepodcast at gmail.com or drop us a comment on our Facebook. Uh, let us know what you think about this movie. And if you want to consider supporting us, patreon.com slash twogame. That is the number two. Uh, let us know what you think. And Josh, I appreciate you joining me tonight. Next up is what? what's next next week? This is fucking Lone Survivor Week next week, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. I, I didn't look at my messages. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's Lone Survivor Week, sir. I'm excited about that, sir. Oh, I'm so fucking ready. I've been wanting to watch that movie so fucking long now. And I'm like, I got to hold on. Got to hold on. That, man, I'm not going to lie. I've, uh, I've left Lone Survivor 13 hours and the, uh, the, the, uh, the sniper one. American Sniper? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I know those are going to be good, so I'm going to save them to the end to be like the little icing. <laughs> Shout out. It's <laughs> <laughs> stuck in my beard. <laughs> so this is where, uh, just to, before we close it out, this is where my rankings might shift a lot is because, yeah, I give this movie five stars right now, but I also haven't seen Lone Survivor in a long time, but I know I fucking love that movie. And I haven't seen Brave yeah. in a very long time, and I fucking know I love that movie. So never seen it. So I'm gonna watch it for the first time. I'm so ready to review that movie since you've never seen it. Uh, yeah. So Lone Survivor is next week, and then we cap off the end of our series with Braveheart, sir. So what? Three more weeks? But two man, more I can't. I, man, I can't believe we're halfway through War Month. Right? That's crazy. But y'all let us know what uh, your movies you're watching right now that uh, you're trying to follow along with us. Let us know. Uh, and yeah, we'll catch y'all next week on another episode, Lone Survivor. So we will see y'all then. Y'all take it easy. Laters. Oh, us.